This is Gaming NBS episode 21, sponsored by darktheater.net, home of the character Folio. Hola, Brett. Hello, Sean. Welcome back. Thank you, and welcome back yourself. This is Sean. I'm one of the co-hosts of Gaming BS, and that's my counterpart, Brett. Hello, hello. Brett's returning from the Great North, Great White North again. Yeah, I was back up in uh, my hometown, Wausau, gaming with my crew. It was a lot of fun. Had our kickoff from the uh, the sci-fi game I talked about on uh, some of the previous podcasts. I think it went pretty well. Some of the guys uh, probably hate me because the haven't figured out the mystery just yet, but I think it went well. I was pretty pleased. They had a lot of great questions, how sci-fi work and all that stuff, and I think we, we hammered out some good things, so it was a lot of fun. Excellente. Good to know. Yeah. So announcements. Uh, so I submitted the show to RPG Geek because Mo was nice enough to want to nominate us, and but we're not on there, and that was an oversight on my part, But uh, and I haven't heard from him, so hopefully... He said we're supposed to get an email from them once they approve us. So, oh, nice. Yeah, we'll see how that works. And if we get in, we we get in, great. Uh, as far as the, I think they have a award thing coming up soon. 10th Annual Podcast Awards at NMX in Vegas. NMX is a new media expo. I'm going. It's in April. Um, So nominate your show now and have RPG podcasts represent, and that's at podcastawards.com. They do have a gaming category, but it's like video games, and a lot of them are all video games. So I went... And as we've said, video games are not role-playing games. So that's, that's we right. need to represent. We need to get out there. Yeah, man, and I, I went there, so I'm, I'm going there, and you can nominate yourself. I did not do that. I had a, I had a Twitter conversation with one of the people that runs New Media Expo, and they're like, yeah, go ahead and nominate yourself. We encourage it. And I'm like, no, that's not how I roll. But I did go on there and I nominated an RPG podcast. Cool. Um, so I won't say who it is, but hopefully, you know, go on there and and let's get RP, an RPG podcast to win the gaming category. That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. So go there. I mean, we got a, a ton of people that like RPGs and a lot of podcasters. Tons of them. It's good stuff. Yeah. All right, man. So I think we can head into random encounter. Um, for the most part, I don't think I had any other announcements. Nothing else on my side. Sweet. Let's go. All right. So there's a few things I want to go over. Um, so random encounter messages from the audience, listeners, you. Thank you for contributing. Um, this is from Josh. Or I will say Joshua because I don't know if he likes Josh. Hey, guys, I'm enjoying episode 20 and figure I'd share a few thoughts about XP. So if you haven't listened to our episode 20 on experience points and leveling up, go ahead and check that out. He states, I love the incentive structure that this mechanic provides. I mostly play D&D, so the incentives are clear. You can argue with a duke and haggle with a merchant, but it's the killing that pays XP. The DM is free to change that around to tune the game as he or she sees fit. When I DM, I like to force the players into the dilemmas in which they have to make tough choices. Players who act in accordance with their characters, ideals, and flaws should be rewarded. I like the math behind XP, but I hate the metagame that that it forces. Players will say, I'm close to a level up. Can I go kill beavers to get the 24 XP I need? Is you need one one dire beaver one that you at least twenty four XP, so you'd be okay. Dire beavers in regular beavers, not so much. Right, I was gonna say, kill that beaver. <laughs> and the double hunt hit. Scene that works in World of Warcraft, but not in real life, and I don't want it to work in my game. Players might also say. 
quote, let's take a break in the middle of a dungeon so we can level up, end quote. Uh, with its metagame thinking again, for this reason, I like to either adjudicate levels as they are achieved or only at large natural breaks in the narrative. Thoughts, Brett? I can, I can see that. I mean, I do appreciate the the concept. And this is, I think, this probably better articulates my reasoning for not um, tracking the individual experience points and saying, hey, at the end of this session, this occurs. Because when I end a session is a logical narrative break. Uh, at least from my perspective, sort of say, hey, if you're going to do that, now's a good time to do it because we're in between occurrences or whatever the case is. So, yeah, that's cool. I, I get that. And I think that makes sense. And I do agree with like the World of Warcraft thing. And it, I mean, even pre video games like that uh, is my example, right? Oh my God, I'm five XP short. How, where's the bartender? You know, <laughs> or go kill five cobalt, kill a homeless guy. He's got to be worth something. Yeah. And I, I get you don't want to have that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with him. I don't. Uh, I I agree with whatever with what he says. I don't have any qualms about it. I would not go hunting. Be- I mean, well, I'd, I'd go hunting beaver, but probably not for the XP. There you go. Oh, oh, misogynistic bastard. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? All right, Wayne. Ah. Uh, Wayne's world, Wayne's world, not excellent. <laughs> Party down. <clears throat> Wayne says on XP, Wayne Humphleet. I'm going to call his name out on the air, Humphleet. He's a guy in Michigan. I'm going to put his address and carnal knowledge up there on the web for everybody to see. Nice. On G+, he says, on XP, we do not use XP anymore. As the campaign progresses, I just have the players level up at a point-based on the needs of the story and where they should be at. It works out well for our group. Pretty much fits with uh, Joshua's perspective in mind. So I saw that post uh, from Wayne down there, and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, one more thing he and I agree on, that's cool. I'm good with that. Yeah, I agree with him. Reluctantly, I guess. (laughs) Nice. All right, uh, next one, Scott. Thanks for enjoying my crazy emails. So he's emailed us a few times, and we've we've put his emails on the air. Now, when he is, he had mentioned that he was on a podcast, and I'm like, dude, you didn't mention why didn't you pimp your podcast? And he's like, oh, so he writes back after listening to us. I, he's the one in Austria um, that, if you don't recall. I did not pass my podcast info as I did not want you to feel any obligations. Our podcast is Savage Worlds oriented, but the lessons are pan RPG. Savage Worlds GM hang out on air and you, uh, you can find it on iTunes or at Sin City Savages or on YouTube at Sin City Savages. Cool. He also says my videos are at YouTube channel Disemvowel. Vowel as in A-E-I-O-U. Nice. Disemvowel. And it's funny. So after he told me that, I'm like, wow, you know, I've listened to Sin City Savages and Jared um, Savage Gunning and Jib from, um, Jib is on there as well. And Jib takes uh, part in the um, Happy Jacks uh, podcast, which is one of mine that I listen to. And I I like listening to those guys because uh, they're like, and I like them, but they can get obnoxious. And so like- you know, I, I measure like, okay, they're on this end of the scale and we're on, you know, if we get to that far, I'm like, oh, whoa, okay. Easy there. Yeah. So they kind of, <laughs> but uh, Jib's on there. So I've listened to him and then all of a sudden I'm like, Scott, Scott, Scott. And then he he mentioned uh, like his role. I think he's like the savage fanatic or something he mentioned. I forgot. I, f- I apologize, Scott. But, and then I'm like, oh dude, I know who you are. He hadn't been on there for a while. And then I had seen, like I got him in my YouTube channel and I, I check it every once in a while and listen to those guys banter about Savage Worlds, which is pretty good. So, yeah, man, we'll give you a plug. What the hell, dude? It's all good. We're all one big happy family. All in, you know, well, let's go on. Anyways, before I get (laughs) myself into trouble, Josh heard episode 20. This is an email. If you're looking for board games that might appeal to youngins, I'd suggest Seven Wonders or Carcosone. Yes. Carcosone for everybody else out there. Carcosone. Nice. Uh, we, no, we. Um, Mo Tusanoa, he did. I, uh, yeah. Mo put up a nice post on Google Plus with some good good ideas. I've got those written down, and I was actually in my hometown with my buddy Zabe, who's a big board gamer. We were at uh, the local gaming shop up there, sorting through some of the uh, board games, and I found a couple of them that look pretty good. just want to 
do a little bit more research and I'll grab one and go. I think I'm uh, there's there's some really nice stuff out there. I completely forgot like King of New York or it's like the the monster. Oh yeah, the uh, Tokyo. Like yeah, King of Tokyo or whatever yeah. it is. I, I saw it. I'm like, oh my god, that's right. And that I think that might be a blast for the kids too. So yeah, one of those are based. One of them was based on the old video game Rampage. Have you ever played Rampage? It's been a long time, but I do remember it. Do you? Yes, I do. We used to play that. So if you haven't played Rampage, it's an old, God, when was it, Brett, 90s, 80s? I think so, yeah, something yeah, like that. stand-up arcade, You'd you. it was like four, like a four-console uh, arcade game. And when you, when you came up to it, you selected a monster. And then at, uh, each, each of you played, I think you played kind of cooperatively. You could like you could like punch things at each other. Yeah, I it's been so long, but it was the I remember it being the arcade answer to the question of who would win Mothra or Mecha Godzilla. You know that that's kind of the the arcade question or answer. Excuse me to the the monster movies. That's how I remember it. It's so you, been so long. So you would have this uh, cityscape, and it was like two dimensional cityscape, and then you would play these big monsters. Like I think there was like a big werewolf guy, a gorilla, a god, excuse me, a Godzilla, and a couple others. You pick your monster, and then you guys just go to town smashing these buildings down. And then you would have these people, and then you would take these people, and you could, like, grab them and all this other stuff and smash cars. And But I think one of the board games is based on that, and they did actually use the name Rampage, and then it was like, hey, dude, uh, copyright. And then I think they changed the name of it. And I don't know if that's King of Tokyo or another one, but somebody else out there will correct me. But, um, yeah, that's... That's it. Cool. So, we did have on, on on the XP one on the last episode. My buddy Lenny chimed in, and he likes the uh, oh yeah, the that's old, right. The old dopamine hit, right, where you get the <clears throat> excuse me the next XP at the end of the session, or or so forth. Just seeing things climb up, and I think a lot of that comes down to I'm using the World of Darkness system for my sci-fi game. So I did the same type of thing where I pulled the guys out in the hallway, said, "Hey, come on out one at a time. We'll give you your experience points for the night." And again, it's because you're building the experience yourself. You, you the character building points, right? To to improve yourself, as opposed to, you know, x number of thousand ding, you get five, fifth level stuff or whatever the case is. You kind of incrementally build yourself, kind of um, like a hero or a champions Gerpsy type of thing. Anyway, point is, is that we're doing that again, as opposed because it's not a, a level based. It's more of an individual experience based and so forth. And I get where he's coming from because there's something kind of cool about that. It's that uh, that Pavlovian thing, as I mentioned, right, where you go, you've done something, you get a reward for it, and then you get to hoard those XP, you know, because I want to save up enough to get the next thing or whatever it is. So there's some cool, there's some cool pieces to it. I, I do get it, um, and it is it is fun. And I think, you know, as um, as you point out, for level based systems, for me, I don't see the need as we've talked about other things. But I think sometimes when you're talking more of a PvP perspective or when players want to keep things hidden or just private, it's pretty cool to do it that way. Yeah. Somebody else posted on – oh, it was um, do, 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 on the website. Ah, Frank House. Eric came back. Oh, did said, he really? Hey. Yeah, he said, hey, he used to do way back in the day. He said he used to hand out note cards with experience point totals broken down, you know, kind of to say, hey, <clears throat> you did this, this, and this. You get experience for that. Oh, your role-playing bonus is X. So they could see that the big chunk of their XP came from role-playing to kind of enhance that that feature of it. He's saying now it's not it's not as – he doesn't use the same type of thing, but he's using uh, Numenera's cipher, cipher engine for his uh, homebrew world and the skill bumps and all that stuff kind of built into the system so that when you're doing good role-playing, you, you get to improve people that way. So it's kind of cool. Sweet. Thanks for the comment, Eric. And I know Austin did, but holy cow, Austin, man. Got to bring them posts down to something reasonable. Holy bajeek. I, all right, so Austin, Austin. When Austin takes the time to write to you, you got you to sit down, crack it open, and read it. There's a lot of stuff in there. I got to set some time aside to put it in my calendar. Half hour dedicated to Austin's posts. <laughs> uh, He's got good stuff. He does, and it's good stuff. But man, oh man, that's it's too long to read. So I apologize to Austin. But hey, I'm going to give you a shout out. Do credit. He commented on our XP on, I think, either in the community or directly uh, to gaming and BS. But thanks so much for taking the time to do it. It was pretty in- intensive. Um, well, the cool part about 
for me is uh, when we talk about something and somebody takes it and has a discussion about it, either with us in return or retort to something we said, or they mill around in their head or with somebody else just to to help inspire conversation is pretty sweet. So that's that's pretty cool. Indeed. So thanks everybody for writing in. Uh, it was uh, it was something that I kind of had as a goal. I have another podcast that's one of my goals is to get people to kind of write in and contribute and kind of take part in the actual um, in the actual details. Wayne just Wayne just instant messaged me uh, via Google Hangouts. I posted something special for your recording night. Oh boy, I don't even want to. I don't even want to look at that. It's so. There's got to be something. You, better, you can go and look. Uh, There's but be something Green Bay Packers. This may be, oh, there it is. Oh, God, oh, blast oh, it all. Oh. I haven't looked, but this may be a good uh, segue into our sponsor. What do you say, Brett? Do it. Michael Aldhauser, a friend of the show and sponsor, is the gamer behind the awesome dice bags available at grayedout.etsy.com. Yeah, I've got four of these awesome bags. These are stand-up bags, dual drawstring, tough as nails, he can do custom work. He's got a ton of things in his shop, custom colors, you name it, he can pull it off for you. Be sure to mention Gaming NBS for a 10% discount when you place your order at the website grayedout, that's G-R-E-Y-E-D-O-U-T dot Etsy dot com. All right, so what did Wayne post up there? I'm not I'm not going to look. Well, actually. It's Iron Man, it's Iron Man done out in, in Packer colors. Oh, tch. It's awesome. Dude, I don't care. I, my buddy Lenny would look at that and say, it needs a number four because he's a Favre guy, right? So he looks at that and he goes, needs a I'm, he's. I'm sure he's going to think that. But that's awesome. It's pretty cool. Well, th- um, on behalf of all the Packer fans out there, thanks, Wayne. Um, uh, uh, for me personally, yay. I don't Whatever. We'll beat him down, Wayne. He, he's going to like football at some point. Go Detroit. There you go. Okay. All right. Let's get into the main event. So it's like it was okay. So Brett, uh, so I do all this other stuff and Brett has been really, and we came up with like a master list of stuff and Brett, I always kind of lean on for topic. I'm like, I don't care. I could talk about anything. Brett, what do you feel like it? I'll contribute. You contribute, whatever. We'll, we'll make it happen. So Brett is really kind of the guy that kind of comes up with a topic every week so it's my fault. That's where no, you're no, going. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not your fault. But usually, Brett will. You know, as soon as we finish this one, I'll usually share another document for the next episode. So as soon as this is re- done recording on Sunday night, uh, Monday or Tuesday, I'll send a document out and share it with Brett. To you know, it's just another template and go. Hey, here's the template for next Sunday. And usually by Thursday, Friday, Brett's got a topic locked up. And then, you know, it's like Thursday, nothing, Friday. I know he's taking off early from work to go up north to game Saturday. I'm like, yeah, hey, dude. Uh, what Are, are we you there? Be- did you did you quit? Knock, knock. Hello. What are, what are we, <laughs> we going to be talking about this week? And and he's like, like literally up to like two hours ago. It's like, yeah. well, I'm, well, I'm thinking this. I, I apologize. I'm losing the name. But one of the listeners we had had thrown off the wanting some information on how I use wikis. Oh, yeah. And- so I kind of noodled on how I could best describe that and so forth, answer some of the questions and whatnot. And with the gaming event I had this weekend, I'm like, man, I just don't have the right brain power to really dig into it. I want to postpone that, maybe make it next episode. Let's just, I want to table that one. And I started thinking about what, you know, well, shit, if I was going to do that and I don't want to do that, what do I want to do? And um, to bring it back to my uh, my good buddy Austin, he who plays in um, Sean's game and mine, Austin's character in my uh, sci-fi game is a woman. And I'm like, you know, that's is he, cool. That's is he kinda... a hot woman, though? Yeah, she's got this crazy, um, like, thousand points of articulation robotic arm thing, and she's like this badass beat-you-down investigator type. So I was just thinking about this. I'm like, you know, I don't have – there's a couple guys in my group that will make female characters, and I've had some women in my group make male characters, but not that often. Sean and I have noodled on this a little bit before over lunch hour, and I'm like, you know, I've never, other than NPCs, I've never sat down and made a, a player character that was not my gender or, <clears throat> excuse me, any variation on it. Um, I've played characters that I got one time from, I think it was in one of Kevin's games. Kevin gave me a character that was gay and was uh, had a crush on Lenny's character or something like that. So well, I'm like, okay, cool, this works. You know, we played, and that that was fine, but it was... You know, it was a masculine, it was a Brett, this is a guy 
so on and so forth. So I was, I, is there something about it? I'm like, you know, I, there's a weird thing. So let me think how I want to do this. Sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, see, it's that twisted, you know, nerdy, repressed sexual crap guys in their basement <laughs> pretending to be women, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, no, I don't think that's it. I mean, there's lots of great novels and movies and these great actors and actresses and characters out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. And sometimes it's fun to say, hey, you know, I'm playing something totally different than me. If I can play a Dralocyte, you know, a blob person from Star Frontiers, how come uh, it has to be a male? How come I can't try this other thing and maybe take it over there, you know? So I just thought, you know, Sean, do you have guys or women that you game with that do the whole crossing genders or look at it differently? And do you make, when you make characters, what do you do with it? And are there any issues that come up, you know, when, when you're playing it? Anything that comes up, you're like, oh, my God, this is so uncomfortable or this is obnoxious or, God, I freaking hate it when they do that because of X. So I'm like, that's it. We're talking about genders. <laughs> this is my gender mixer, right? How do we do this? So, Sean, what so do you think? I don't – I have – so this is not going to be a big shock for people. Maybe they, they will. I don't know. But growing up, I have never played with a female player. Never had a female player in our group. I don't know. It was just kind of us guys, I guess. It was kind of like bowling, you know. Or not, not that you can't have female bowlers in your bowling team, but it was just like – it's like guys. It was stereotypical. I mean, yeah. stereotypes are there because there's a lot of whatever well, that is, at least from the group. I think there's more females in the hobby now than there was ever. So yeah. growing up, there just wasn't that many. And they all thought we were nerds and they didn't want to hang around with us. And the nerdy girls didn't want to impose upon us. And we didn't, you know, we were 13. So we acted like 13 year olds. Uh, even before that, it was still girl germs to some degree. <laughs> exactly. I probably <laughs> still suffer a little bit of that today. A little bit. But, I've been out with you in public. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't. Hey, Brett's wife comes along on a motorcycle ride. I'm like, hey, just kind of stand over there. Cause, yeah, don't, don't look at me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, But so that had never occurred growing up. And now I have a buddy of mine, Jeff, whose wife plays. And I, I you know, so be it. I don't care. And she plays female characters. So she doesn't play... She is not a female playing a male character. Now, growing up, I had we had this one buddy of mine, Arnold. And yes, Arnold is stereotypical nerd. Like he was. He really was. He was the guy with the black gla- black frame glasses with the tape because they were broken and he never go and get them repaired. Nice. Uh, very unkept. I love Arnold. He, and I still know Arnold. I mean, I could I know where he lives. I could walk up to his door and he'd welcome me in and serve me up a beer or whatever. Um and and he was the only guy in the group that would run that would play a female character. And of course when you're thirteen or ten or whatever, fourteen, starting out in D and D in a small town, Arnold got he got razzed. But he still played him. He still played the female. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which was surprising because we, we gave him grief kind of about it. And you know what? The funny thing is we gave him grief as kind of like a jab, but nothing like we weren't bullies about it. We weren't like roasting him to the fire every time we played. We just kind of like make – because after a while you didn't even realize he was playing a female character because I think he just played it like a male. The biggest – see, right there is um, when I have had guys play female characters, usually what happens is they – my first thing is I go, hey, um, you were talking to him. And that player, like in this case, also go, no, actually, I'm a woman. Oh, crap. Yeah, dude, I forget. Because I see the man and I think gender, male, I use the he. I use all those pronouns when right. I'm talking about that character or that person. And I forget. So <clears throat> sometimes what will happen is when I've done that in the past – is I eventually kind of you end up playing the character like a man because I think inadvertently everybody kind of beats it down to always using the he pronouns, right? All the masculine stuff indicating that it's a man because it's Brett and he, and you always see me and when you talk to me, well, what, what is what does your guy want to do? No, it's what is my what does my woman want to do? It's not a guy. What's your woman gonna do? <laughs> exactly. What's so your woman it, gonna do? So you've gotta you gotta try to what do I want to say? Is if you're playing it, <clears throat> like Austin had to a couple times um, last night, say, "Hey, no, no, no! Remember, I'm a female." Oh, that's right. And somebody would go, "Hey, remember, Austin's uh, Austin's a girl." Oh, okay, that's right. So we got to talk to her. 
and start using the proper pronouns and stuff. And then you can kind of keep it rolling. When I was a kid, um, two of the first players I ever game mastered for were my mother and my sister. My, and I was uh, running Middle-earth role-playing. My mom is a huge uh, Tolkien nut. Mm-hmm. So she didn't like <clears> – <throat> she's the one that got me into the Hobbit. And basically, it's, wow. it's her fault. Your mom is awesome. I love my mom. I, cool. I'm finding your mom attractive too, but in a mom sense because she I likes so. because she likes Tolkien. My dad's bigger than me and meaner, just throwing it out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> just in case, don't put the moves in my mouth. Mrs. Blazinski, you're looking <laughs> yeah. mighty fine today. Yeah, we'll get we'll get Ronnie over there. I'll kick your ass, <laughs> even with his bad knee. Anyway, point is, is so I'm running Middle Earth. My mom's like, "This is great. I want to play this character and whatever." So I had her playing, you know, female Riders of Rohan or whatever it is. My sister wanted to play a Hobbit, so she's a female. Hobbit, and that's just, you know, didn't didn't phase me. I've always, I shouldn't say always, I've had a lot of different women playing in groups with me. Sometimes for a very long time, um, where I've had certain players that were with me for 10, 15 years through my World of Darkness phase when I played a lot of Vampire, and or girlfriends I had through uh, college were gamers. You know, I found a lot of those. So I've had a lot of female players, but most of the female players played females. And when the guys would play the girls, the biggest problem we would get into is like um, he would want to do <clears throat> one of the characters would want to do something. My buddy Kevin would be like, "This is a different Kevin than the current than Kev right. Thulu. This sure. is a different Kevin." Kevin would be like, "Well, I want to do God. I want to try to. I got this great rating in like seduction. I want to kind of dress like you know, you know, kind of seductively." And someone would that that's when the razzing would happen, right? right. Someone would be like, "Well, you know, I, I want like a." I think he said something in the neighborhood of like, I want, a, he wanted to say a strapless evening gown, and he ended up saying a gownless evening strap. <laughs> he said it backwards. And that was like the joke, right? So it was just this goofy thing that happened. And that was kind of the level of razzing is when you got to the point where you went, I want to do girl stuff or this type of female stuff. And I'm a 20 year old guy. And I really don't know how women act like this. I don't know how they. Do whatever, and you're saying stuff like, "Well, I sauntered." No, I don't think. No, would I wear heels? Would I not? And then you're, and then somebody oh. goes, "You know what, dude? Just play the, just play the character. It's not that big a deal. Don't, don't focus on that." And we were always kind of, it was like a, an instant joke. But then you kind of move around it, you're like, okay. And then it got to a point where it doesn't matter. She had a gun like everybody else because it was shadow running, shot people in the face. So you know, whatever. So when you brought this topic up, I'm like, oh man, I don't know about this. And it's not that I wouldn't be willing to talk to you about it or discuss it, but I don't think RPGs has been any more socially scrutinized more than ever in the last couple years, and. And maybe it's been scrutinized for longer. I don't doubt that. But with the with the rise of social media and the public limelight, um, it's just been this like big like this big thing. So when you brought it up, I'm like, how do how do I talk about this? Me personally, because I've ran around this kind of in circles. You know, there's some people that are very vocal about gender in role playing games. Yes, right. Yep. And I'm like, whoa! This and I don't want, I don't want this to devolve into a gamergate weird thing, right? I mean, right, right, right. No, Zave, Zave has played World of Warcraft, and he's made like a female dark elf because the stats were. It's like, oh, I want to do this to something different. And he's got guys hitting on him. He's like, I'm a guy. I'm a 40 year old man. Back the fuck off. Oh Jesus, I'm sorry. You know, because online you can be anybody, and right. I, I get that. So I'm not looking at. From a misogynistic, no. I'm you know degrading women perspective. Right. I'm just saying that, and when I say, uh, and when I use the phrase uncomfortable, what happens is that my group, and when I get uncomfortable with it, is that I don't know what to do. So I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm stretching something. Like okay, I'm gonna do, um, I I want to go. I've got all this money and stuff, and normally my guy character would go and buy guns and this and that and. Should I buy a dress? What the fuck would I do that for? She's a mercenary. Oh, uh, see, now, now you're like, oh, well, I don't know. You know she's like, oh, my God, why am I even thinking like that? And you're like, oh, yeah, you're right. She, My character's a street samurai from Shadowrun, and she's just an ass kicker, so the fuck ever. I just go and, you that's know. That's the thing, though. I think that sometimes we, can, we it, it's inevitable. Like, So here, here's an example. Uh, I brought it up when, I don't know if I brought it up, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, if a, if a friend of mine or a player wanted to play a female character and he's male, 
great. I, I, so first of all, for the record, I could give a shit. I'm not homophobic. I don't care. I think gay marriage should exist. I, I really don't give a shit about all that crap. I really don't. I've got bigger problems in my life to worry about whether some like two guys love each other. Okay, I really don't care for the record. So I'm just putting that out there. But at the same time, with this with this uh, kind of topic, I'm thinking to myself. So if I had my buddy Arnold, uh, we'll say play a female character. Does he even play a female character right? So then somebody would say. Well, what's a female character? I mean, how how is a female character supposed to be played? I, I think I think what you're getting is what what hit and stymied a lot of people when we would do it in high school. Like, oh God, am I playing her right? And you start to get into female stereotypes and this stereotype, whatever it is. Then at the end of the day, I started thinking about it. And I've talked to folks and they're like, so how do you play an elf right? Well, yeah, have you ever met a, a fucking elf? Have you ever met an elf? Have you ever met a Yarzarian? Have you ever met someone from Alpha Centauri? The perf- fuck you have? Perfectly you're good it up. example. Yeah. So I'm wondering, what, so what's the discussion about? Like, who gives a shit? Like, okay, so it's it's what's, a person without a penis. Is that what yeah. we're talking about? Kinda. Yeah. And well, do, what, are they are they tough and rigid, just like the, a normal one of the guys, or are they wanting to be feminine and and kind of use? Uh, sexuality in the way that they play their person uh, or their character to maybe use that because it's maybe the way like our own society like kind of pushes that crap. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? No, I totally get it. And I guess what's goofy to me is that when I think about it and I want to say in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, I have a problem with it. What's the problem? What's the problem I have with guys playing female characters? And it comes down to it's a pain in my ass from a game master perspective to look and go, Sean, what does he do? Fuck. I mean, what does she do? That interaction is annoying to me. Oh, yeah, I do that too. Because I look at yeah. you as a as the guy and I want to say I want to use all the male pronouns. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to flip between. I don't want to remember that. <clears throat> That's honestly the only issue I have. I you know, the other problems Well, I it's see, not like the player's going to get offended. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. <sighs> well, what Brett? Like, oh my god. I'm what playing happens, a woman here. But what happens though is that I think sometimes, depending who the player is, I have inadvertently um, turned the character into a man, right? Because they just start calling it um, him, he, so on and so forth. Because it's just a it's just a sheet of paper, right? And then if there is anything that they had in their character concept that was female or something special that was supposed to be the fact that she was the only daughter of the family that ever attained this thing, right? <clears throat> she broke some taboo and became the first female samurai or whatever the case may be. And then I break that by wearing the player down advertently or inadvertently using incorrect pronouns or making it a pain in the ass for the player to have to keep reminding me that, no, remember I'm a female first woman samurai American, blah, blah, blah. Then I kind of wreck that player's experience. That's how I feel bad. Right, like I think, ah, crap! You know, you had this cool character concept, and I buggered it up because I can't, I couldn't remember that Austin's playing a girl today. Well, you, you know, next time you have to make him wear like a wig or something. Yes, I'll make him wear a bra. That's what I'll do. <laughs> on his head. Outside his shirt. Yes, on his head. On his head. Because <laughs> that's the only way I'll remember. On his head. Boom. Austin, you're wearing a bra on your head next. next what is what like what what is she doing? Bam! Like instant. I guarantee would absolutely happen. I would guarantee you would change things. So just to flip it now, the cool thing—I shouldn't say the cool thing. Well, yeah, I guess that is the cool thing. Is you can play anything. It's a role-playing game. Any role that fits the world, you can do. Like if it's a super hardcore sci-fi game, you're a green person from Alpha Centauri with no gender. You're a drowsy. Right. You bud. You're asexual. Whatever the case is. So, Sean, you don't. You said you've never played the female characters. Uh I, uh, I think. I, I mean, as a player character, as a player. Yeah, no, I think I've played a female character. I mean, it's very, it's rare, but I think I've rolled one up before. Black Mariah, she's my, she's my go-to man. She's badass. Now, so I have, but I don't think it's ever been for any any extended amount of time, and it's usually not my go-to for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe okay. it's just. Maybe I played with too many trucks and I was I've been brainwashed. <laughs> that could be. I, I don't know. It's goofy because, like I said, I, I when you and I kind of hit the topic around, and um, and we talked before we started recording. I'm like, yeah, it's not it's not like uber controversial per se because I'm not 
trying to talk about anything that's Gamergatey. But what's really weird is that when you do bring it up and someone says, hey, yeah, it's so-and-so and his character, Sarah, like, oh, he plays women? Yeah. Then you get this weird thing. Oh, he's that guy or, oh, she's that girl. And it's like an odd, like gamers brand each other with like a weird label. Like you're an extra, you're extra weirdo, if you will, because you tend to do this all the time or something. I do think there's two extremes. I think there's the extreme where people really scrutinize. And I think there's the whole opposite of the extreme of like they want people to get up on top of the table and, you know, just show off how I don't know lack of you know lack of word lack of a better word liberal they are I don't know. Well, I guess it's the the concept that sometimes a cigar is just a cigar, Mister Freud. Right? Sometimes it has nothing to do with anything. It's just a fun character. I really thought this would be a cool twist. I've never done this before. I want to be the first American Caucasian woman who became a samurai. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I think there are some females in popular literature. In movies, and maybe maybe not as many that should be. I'm not in, getting into that debate, but I think there's some strong women out there that would be really awesome characters, and there's nothing wrong with it. Now, I, I would wonder, and I never I never question, but I do. Given the topic of discussion in the podcast, I would wonder if somebody were to say in my group, "Hey, I want to play a female character," and then I was in this podcast and we were going to talk about, it, I'd say, "Well, what what drove you to play?" a female character. Why? Why versus a male? And, you know, I don't know if it even matters, but I don't know. Is it because you're... It feels feels shocking in a way, and it's almost like, well, I can play a male elf, I can play a male Klingon, because at least then I have some point of reference. I'm a guy, and I'm a guy playing a guy, so this, you know, man, 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 that that totally makes sense. Or something in your head. They had some good female Klingons. I can't remember. The sisters, I can't remember their names. Yeah. But... Anyway, point being is, I guess, do maybe this is a little more introspective than I need to, than it needs to be, but like, wh- uh, what am I going to say here? So why why do I care? Right? Well, like, I don't know. It's, I, it's just like an extra question. Yeah. Well, now, okay, I can't tell them. Like, did I? Am I just? Is it something weird in my head, or I don't know? Well, and like maybe- I said, I want to I want to say something about it bugs me, and the only thing I can think of is I'm like, it's a pain in my ass to remember that Sean's a girl today. Well, that's the only thing that really annoys I me. I think that's if that's it, then it's not a big deal. I uh, hope so. Yeah, I don't think that. But um, I don't. What the hell was the question? <laughs> you, you brought it up. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, have, I was going somewhere with it. I have oh, an answer. Totally God, lost it. Damn it, son of a bitch. So if oh, someone what, comes was, up, and he, oh, what sorry, is he, the big deal? Okay, so here's the here's the thing. If it's a, okay, so why would you want to play a female character? And the the you know, something is, you know, if you're male and you're going to play a female and if you're a female and want to play a male, what? So I would say, are you trying to get something out of the game through that, through the gender piece of it? So if you're male and you want to be like, I don't know, seductress or you want to be uh, a powerful feminine figure because they're usually not powerful. So perfect example would be uh, say Brett's running one of his Call of Cthulhu games in the 20s. Women, not a lot of rights back then. If you play it, if you want to play it more historical accurate, you yeah, can have... true to the historical time frame, yeah, I yeah, get it. Yeah, I mean, even Ken Height in Trail of Cthulhu outlines, hey, here's kind of the deal back in those days, but that doesn't mean you have to play it that way in this game, which is fine. So you could be, quote-unquote, the minority tough woman, Back in those days, that stands out above everybody else, and that's kind of what your angle is or your shtick, which is cool. But I wonder if that's just what's going through somebody's head, or maybe they just want to be like, hey, I want to play. I mean, keep in mind, (laughs) keep in mind, first edition AD&D did play genders differently. Yeah, you had different... um Stats. Bonuses, stats. Yeah. yeah, you could be older or Like women could not exceed like strength 15, I believe. Could be. Well, even if you look at the old, uh, the drow, the, hmm. you know, it was a hardcore matriarchy versus a patriarchy. Right. <clears throat> and certain, this gender was the only one allowed to do X versus the other thing. And sometimes that's that can be fun. It can be, again, because it's fantasy, you can break things up and, and twist it around a little bit. Yeah. So I guess if nothing else, what happened? <laughs> Sorry, I had to, dead I had to, air. 
had a mutant cough there really badly. Uh, anyhow, point is, or maybe not the point, but where I'm ta- what I'm talking about here is when you – the question you ask, like, hey, why do you want to do that? I think the, the canned answer is, oh, it shouldn't matter. That would be a good question to ask anybody regardless if you want to play an elf versus a dwarf. Well, when I want to play something that is very different than me in a way that I've not played before or the other group doesn't – or the rest of the group doesn't do or whatever it is, I think regardless of if it's like, you know, hey, I want to play uh, a woman this time or, hey, you know what, I want to play – a gnome. No one in the party has been a gnome. You're like, so you just want to be a gnome because no one else is? Or why Why do you want to do that? I mean, is this, you know, we're nowhere near where they would live or where the case is. It's a good discussion. But I think when, when, when one of the guys says, you know, yeah, I want to play a woman, I ask the same question you do. What the hell do you want to do that for? Because in the back of my head, I'm like, fuck, now I got to remember Sean's a girl every Saturday. God damn it. Dude, get over it, man. God no, damn. No, it bugs me. <laughs> you know, the thing is, though. No, you, I'm going to buy a bra and I'm going to make you wear it on your head. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm going to tell who there, you are. That's, that's, there you go. And if it's a guy, well, and in fairness now, you should have all the guys wear underwear on their head or a jock. Would, yes. A jock would. strap on their heads. <laughs> it's a cup. They have to wear an athletic cup. <laughs> they look like Bane with an athletic cup over <laughs> their face. They're really perverted, Bane. But anyway. <laughs> Let's equal. Let's play. Let's level the playing let's field. Totally level the playing field. No, but so, I, so here's the deal, though, with dwarves, elves, half elves, orcs, whatever. When you're playing a guy, you always. I mean, I think a guy's. Ah, I'm. I'm totally gonna. I mean, hey, juice up the freaking hate mail any minute now. But I think when you're playing a male character, regardless of race. The only difference is really kind of the culture piece of it, where I think males, you know, draw except uh, excluded because they're a matriarchal society. I think a majority in fantasy, because we're talking fantasy majority when we reference games like the mighty D&D, a lot of those have to do with, uh, so like I when I go through my brain and I go, oh, a guy's playing a male dwarf and a guy's playing a male elf. I don't think the differences between the races are so um, different when it comes to the gender in the race. Okay. Right? So if you're playing a female elf. So it's more about the gender of the player because the player combined with the character, when it's that drastically different, it's not so much that I'm playing an elf versus a dwarf. You want it, it matters more that Brett is playing Brenda. I, I think there is a difference when. Okay, so remove the player from the Done. equation. No player. Which is half the problem of any game anyway is the damn players. I know, right. So let's just remove them. Right. So right as there, a GM, we should be killing players, not exactly. player More characters. Often. Yeah. Exactly. Keep the characters. <laughs> anyway, Go back on, to episode on. one or two. Um, <laughs> but I think, okay, so remove the players. So if you have like uh, Arnold who wants to play an elven female versus an elven male or an elven uh, or a female dwarf versus a male dwarf. Uh, I think that there is a difference between just playing a female in some of those societies, period. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. And why is that? Well, I don't know. Tolkien and all the other fantasy books have messed it up for for that. I don't know. Here's the diff- Here's the deal. We have two genders, not always now, because people are, you know, transgender. There's, you know, well, it's not like people haven't been before, right? There's just a, no, there's that's a level true. Of openness. There's a level of openness and acceptance yes. within different groups, and people are pushing for things and so forth. Yeah, so I, I'm kind of wondering, like, I could give a shit what they play, but I also wonder about how you convey that stuff. So, getting into transhuman space, man, see, that would be cool shit. Like, okay. We're now talking I'm AI. <laughs> now yeah. I don't even have a body. Now I'm just a consciousness. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to download my mind, which is a whole nother topic. So I got um, Nova Praxis. I, I posted a picture of it. I got it online. Uh, Nova Praxis, if you haven't checked it out, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes if I remember. Okay. Um, but it was originally a setting for fate. And it was for a transhuman, trans, it was a transhuman campaign, science fiction campaign. And I, they had a Kickstarter for the Savage Worlds version, and I picked that up. And it's a, it's a nice book, and it's really thick, but it's about transhumanism. And, you know, Brett and I talked about science fiction RPGs 
um, a few episodes ago and how, you know, how far is, you know, is it really hard science or not hard science and how far do you go? How do the players understand what you're trying to convey and how wacky can it get? Now tie that into gender. Now you play a science fiction RPG and it's like, does gender even matter? Because then you can start getting into sleeving. And if you're not into, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's basically the ability to take your brain and your personality and be able to, so you get blown away. If you've got a method, you can download and keep in sync your consciousness or your brain. So that way. Well, it's like dumping one hard drive to another computer, just moving the data from one body to another. Exactly. Exactly. Moving one body to another. And not only body, I mean, yeah, body, so you can mess with the genders, but there's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be downloaded into this thing. Like it's a different entity. It's not even a gender based. You know, maybe you're some. I want to be a car. Well, not <laughs> in not inanimate <laughs> objects, but like a squiddy, goofy alien race or something that might have been in the science fiction uh, setting that you're running. Um, so then you kind of remove the gender piece ab- out of it all completely uh, when you go that far. But I think when you're talking when, when we talk fantasy, I do think there's a difference. Uh, between a male and female dwarf, and a, you know, may, I yep. just I don't know because we're in a it's a patriarchal kind of thing in those settings. Uh, wrong True. or right? Wrong or right? I'm not disputing. I that. think you know, honestly, I think this just hit me. Maybe this is was my main topic or thrust of this. I just didn't, it was kind of buried in my head. I have actually denied certain players back in high school. You will no, I do not allow men to play women. The reason I and the reason I did that, Ooh. I know, naughty, naughty. <laughs> However, the reason I did that was we had two or three different guys in the high school group that would take it to that stupid high school immature boy level. Oh, I like right? stereotype the woman. Yeah, when yeah. you stereotype the women, like every freaking character this guy plays is an elven whore. Oh my god, really? I don't want you know you acting goofy. Being funny, elven horror person. This is I've had enough. We've seen that twice. We never want to see that again. And other players would say, "Please, don't let this person do that." They always like to try to slide this in. If you let them, just don't let them do it because it's really fucking annoying. So that is the only time I've ever actually said no. Yeah, I don't allow that, or no, not this time. Or that character concept is dumb, or something along those lines, is because the player was being an ass about it. So I think there's a I think that's a good point and that's there's a difference there because you are you're putting the hammer on the player from being a dick. Like he could yes. be a male and just be I'm going to be like this and I'm going to beat women and whatever. Like you could be like dude, I don't want to tolerate that kind of play. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to let you play that person. Female, you can remove the gender out of it if somebody's going to play like an asshole, you're going to be like, "Hey dude, I don't want yeah. you to play in my game." Yeah. Yep. If you're an ass, you're an ass. Right. What happened now is that I'm at a point in my gaming career where if I think you're an ass and you don't fit with my group, I just kick you out or I don't let you in. Or the case is say, no, I'm sorry, we're gaming on days you can't make it. Or <laughs> I tell them their face and look, look, it's not working out. You should go back to killing so, players, man. Exactly. Level, is that players. rule zero? I know, rule zero. Kill the player. Rule Google. But when I was in high school and you had a certain group of people and there's no interwebs at this time, and you're like, oh my God, there's only so many people I go to school with and this is the group that plays this, I like playing with of the guys, there's two assholes in this crew that every time you let them, they play a half-orc whore or they play an elven slut. I'm freaking tired of that. So you would ban it and say, no, I don't allow that. You should have a guy in your group um, play a male slut. They probably do anyway. Uh, No, I had uh, Alpha did that (laughs) a couple back. He did. He he actually got – it was – it was uh he did a very it was in character and kind of comical and the joke in the group is that the uh, the the carouse uh, skill set is now banned from our group simply because how he used it to get everything he wanted it was just and he he did it and for whatever reason you know I guess maybe uh, bias or whatever the case is um, different group more mature or <laughs> perhaps less mature but right. like I said the only time I've ever banned it I, that I can rem- recall is back in high school. Where I said no, and they're well, why? Well, you know, if you were the guy who was always playing the elven horror, I would say, well, it's just it's it's just a pain in the ass. I don't think you can play women right. Nobody really can. So let's just move on. So you use those hand wavy things instead of saying you so and so are a fucker. I don't want you in my group anymore. Or when you play that, you're a dick. 
no, we just, you know, kind of soft shoot around it because you didn't want to offend the guy, even though he's offending everybody else at the table. So for some reason, whatever, different discussion. But ever since in college and out of college in the professional world now where I live and the people I game with now, I don't care. You know, as I said, the only issue I have is, damn it, Sean's a girl tonight. Fuck, I forgot. Dude. But the only th- <laughs> so like I said, that's the worst. If that's the worst of it, I'm like, oh, that's not that bad. And the only thing I could think of even now, if I were to say no, is if Sean were to play the girl, and then every time he played a female character, it's just he's obnoxious about it. When he plays a guy, he's perfectly fine, but he uses the female character as an excuse to be a dick. I've so, seen that. So one thing I did not bring up is does a male character or male character, does a male player know how to play a female character? You and did I, bring that up. Oh, did I? Yeah. Did and we that's answer where I that? Said, yeah, and that's where I said, well, do you know how to play an elf or uh, somebody from oh, yeah, yeah. Tari? Well, yeah, and I guess it depends too. Like, It feels different though, right? It feels uh, more, it feels like it should be harder. Or, I think that's a rabbit hole I don't want to go down because people, probably I'll, I'll get in trouble and they'll think I'm an asshole. Well, we know you're an asshole, but anyway. Well, I'll flesh it out even more. <laughs> we can't do that. But anyway, I guess, um, as I said, the only time I could think to really put a hard line on, no, it's not a good idea or whatever, is this, if it's an issue with the player. In that case, quite frankly, doesn't matter. You should t- it doesn't matter. It's no. the player. The player's the problem. It's nothing to do with the, the gender of the character. It has to do with the asshole nature of the player. Yeah, it's kind of like they use that as a, like a vessel to be more of a dick. Yeah. I, I mean, right? Like, I could be and- like this because I'm a female. No, you're being a dick. To be a dick, you're just exactly. using that as an excuse. I've had um, you've got those players that do other things. So if we take that line, right? I had a guy who played with me for a while, and he would take characters that had flaws, quote unquote, such as you know, addicted to collecting gems, must hmm. kill all enemies until dead, collects magic items. I mean, <laughs> these were things that he was thinking flaws. You know, he would he would think these were great ideas. Oh, so he's really like came- the guy I talk to that's like, tell me a weakness. I'm a really hard worker. Yeah, exactly. That's like I, I'm a workaholic. That's one of yeah, my weaknesses. I, I, just, I work so hard. Oh, so hard. Know, exactly. A, as a recruiter. What the? Get out of here. Shut up, That's you lying prick. Cut it out. So you can, if you use the rules or whatever it is, if you use the system or the character, basically if you use your character sheet as a shield to let you be a dick or an ass or whatever other horrible euphemism you want, if you're using it as an excuse for that, it doesn't matter if it's a gender gateway to your asshole nature or flaw gateway to your asshole nature, whatever it is, you're a, you know, that's a problem for you as a player. You need to fix that. And people really don't need to tolerate it either. You know, at this point, like I say, I don't, if you are an asshole, I just don't play with you. I just not going to have, you know, it's funny. I don't know. Now I'm trying to think, I don't know if I've ever had a woman GM. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. Not that this kind of side, aside from what we're talking about, but I'm like, I don't know. I've I've played with women. I've GM and had women players. I've had fellow players. I don't know. I've been doing this since third grade. I've never had one. So Jen Brinkman is going to be at Gary. Wait, no, I have. I have. I have. I have. have. You do? You have? I did. Yeah. An uh, ex-girlfriend of mine from back in college. She's GM'd? Yes. Oh, good for you. Like once or twice type of thing. but Eh. Yes. So I think Jen Brinkman, who is on the uh, Spellburn podcast, which is a Dungeon Crawl Classics podcast, check them out, Spellburn. Um, Jen, who I actually gamed with at Gary Con, um, she's going to run two events. I don't think she's actually run at a con, so she's a little nervous. And I'm like, dude, I'm totally signing up. Um, she may be. She may be. Jen, you may be my first. Awesome. I I think though one of her games is scheduled over something else. Might even be my own game, but I think she's scheduled too, so I should be able to get. Well, in. No one's going to show up to your game anyway after they listen to this. So they're just going to jump. You, you'll you'll be free. You hey, can go play. Speaking of which, um, so for for Game Hole Con, I was considering. No, I was going to do it for Gary Con, but now I can't. But because like it's cut off events. But I, I was before they cut the events off, and I submitted mine. I was going to actually run like an all female table. Oh yeah, you talked about that. Well, and then some of the game hole guys were like, "Ooh, dude, I don't know, man. Mas- you know, that might come across as misogynistic." But you know, Tim Cask did it at Game Hole, and yes, he did. Yeah, no, not get Gary Con. He did it at Gary. Con. No, no, no. He did it at Game Hole too. Tim was, Cask. Okay. Uh, I think it was Tim. Was it Tim? 
I get those guys mixed up. Now, who's Tim's the Tim's the train guy? No, no. that's Tom Wom. That's Tom, Tom Wom. Wom's the train guy, and Tim Cask has the uh, pay, uh, has the uh, uh, newsboy hat. That's Tim Cask. No, who am I thinking then? I don't know who the hell you're thinking about. Anyway, who, who did, did metaf- who did Metamorphosis Alpha? Um, <laughs> there's Ward? Huh? Ward? Yeah, Jim Ward. That's who it Jim was. Ward. Okay, Jim there Ward. You go. So Jim Ward. Oh, my apologize. Everybody's like probably like eh, Jim Ward, dude. You stupid idiot. Um, cause I get like that when I listen to podcasts and I'm like, dudes, I know this, you guys don't know. Oh, it's driving me crazy. Let me call you and tell you and correct you. But anyways, uh, Jim Ward, I believe ran an all female table at game hole uh, this past year. Cool. And there was wine and I don't know what kind of game he ran. I imagine it's some kind of fantasy or whatever he, he runs, but I, I was going to consider that. I don't know why. Cause I think, uh, why not? I mean, I thought to me, I was like, cause you guys are idiots. Right, <laughs> like, nice. I'm genius. You guys are freaking idiots. Uh, hello, this is a great idea. I'm gonna do the great right. idea. Hey, Don't Michael. This great idea. Hey, Michael Brown, Dead Gamer Society. Yeah, you can do all those puppets and props. I'm running a table of all women. Hello, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but no, I was gonna do like uh, I was gonna do like a Charlie's Angels espionage, like real, you know. Uh, not maybe Charlie's Angels necessarily, but all female agent people, women, whatever. Cool. I don't know. Interesting. It's not happening now, but if they show up, whatever. I think. Well, in that because then area, there's no there's... dudes to like. Because sometimes do I mean sometimes dudes they squash women at the table. I mean there's sometimes there's issues, and I don't know. It can be, yeah. yeah. But I guess um I think if nothing else, I think we beat this one dead. So yeah. Let's do it. So, hey, write us and let us know um, how many... Wayne probably plays a female character all the time. Probably he doesn't. He, he probably, does it nicely. He's good. He's, probably, he's polite and he's very professional. He's probably way, way <laughs> too good. <laughs> Don't do that. If I was... I want Wayne at my table playing a female <clears throat> character. No, seriously, though. I mean, if you... Um, do you have... Uh, do you do it? Do you allow it? However it goes. So it'd be kind of cool to see. Yeah, if you do allow it, by all means, let us know how you. Uh, if you got a weird story about like a male or even a female playing a male character, you know, it'd be kind of funny, like a female character at the table, and you know, Shan's like, like, a, playing, my, like my a truck driver strap story, right? I mean, there's, there's it happens when you're yeah. doing it, and you just kind of mix things up, and sometimes it's just hilarious. So anyway, moving on. All right, die roll. Brett doesn't have any listed. <laughs> no, I can. <clears throat> the coolest thing I had, I'm going to throw this out there. I played uh, D&D with my kids today. And um, so we went to this little dwarven city, and they're being besieged by uh, dark dwarves and um, the Drugar and the Drow. It totally some... not, that totally wouldn't happen. <clears throat> I know. I know. It's crazy. So <laughs> this, this weirdness is happening. They're asking questions, figuring out why this is strange. They're going to go figure this out. And uh, I ambushed them. Of course, they're the only survivors, and I chased them through the underdark, and they're going, I said, right, left, or straight? I go left, left, or straight? Uh, straight, uh, right, or straight? Uh, right. So, and, and they have no clue where the fuck they are. So they're totally lost. And uh, how they're dealing with it, and then random monster, I had a purple worm attacked them, and they, it was just a small one. So they had to fight that, and just trying to figure out how to get out of where they're at. Um, <clears throat> it's really interesting where they kind of had the look, and the little guy, AJ, says, we're really all alone. There's nobody down here but us four. I said, exactly. He said, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty fun. Hilarious. And uh, I kind of and I kind of let off with the other one, which was I kicked off my sci-fi game. And as I expected, and this goes to some of the questions around, you know, if you're running sci-fi, do you want Star Wars or Serenity for sound effects? When we're, this is kind of a... Blade Runner and Nuari type of thing, as, as I've described in previous podcasts, the questions came like, how does AI work? What are the laws? What's the legality of this? How does that function? And so on, because that all started to come into play. They were more concerned about those pieces of it. So I figured that would happen, and it's exactly what happened. Is we got into the story, and they started saying, I need more information about this piece of the world. So we made stuff up together and came up with things that made sense, and I just documented the crap out of stuff. And Oof. now I got more shit to put on my wiki. Wiki, 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 wiki. Wiki, wiki. All right, those are my two. Your turn, Sean. 
Uh, so I have to level up my guy for 5e on Tuesday night because I game, you know, 5e Tuesdays. Nice. Um, so I'll post the link to uh, Ian World. They got a, a thread with a multitude of different character sheets people can download. And then I was, I, you know, I could have swore maybe it was last week where I had like five uh, die rolls, but I, th- I go to the sheet and I'm like, what? I don't have any there. What? <laughs> you know what? The other thing was really cool. Um, I should bring this up. One of uh, the guys Sean knows has played with <clears throat> before Steve got a hold of Sean and uh, Sean hooked me up with Steve. We had lunch with him last week to talk about Gumshoe because he's going to run a trailer Cthulhu game. So Steve asked me some questions about Gumshoe and we got to go have a little back and forth about how I've done it and so on. It was really cool uh, just to hear how he's going to use it, what he's going to do with it. And uh, he asked me some tips and tricks that I'd used in the past. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And oh shh. I, got, I got the end of the world zombie apocalypse game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot to tell you about this. This was I was going to put on the die roll, but without doing a huge review. Um, I think this is freaking cool. I don't know why. I'm a big Walking Dead guy. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So this this is cool because you play yourself. And Brett was like, oh, that doesn't go over well. Yeah, that's that with my groups. Um, anytime I've done that, that's gone over worse than all the guys playing females. <laughs> that's gone over worse. But here's the cool thing about this. There is a mechanic where you what you do is you set your kind of abilities, right? You kind of say, okay, you have six abilities and you have 10 points. And it's one for one. So you can go, hey, I'm going to put one here. And each one has one to start with, right? And you can't go above five in any of them. So you take those 10 and you go, I'm going to bump this up here. I'm going to bump that up to three. I'm going to bump that up to four. And then you're done. Cool. On your end, right? Then on, your what, end. on your end. Then what you okay. do is you put it out for a vote. So your friends get to fuck you and go, dude, you're not that smart. Exactly. Nice. But if they say no, then there's another mechanic that allows you to to bump it up or down again. So, for example, so if everyone at the table thinks I'm not as clever as I think I am, I can fix that by uh, using a different mechanic. No, no. So what happens is if they okay. So for example, um, you rate yourself a three in strength. I'm off the top of my head. I don't know the exact, but say I rate myself a, a three in strength, and they're like, "Dude, you're two. Now the thing is, it's anonymous. So you put in dice. Okay. So, you, so the game uses two two different. You do use d6s, uh, two different kinds. So you can go positive and negative. So if red, if you're using red and green, red is negative, green is positive. What you do is you vote and you put them all in a hat. So when you go through each person's character, you just dump the dice out and you go. Well, it looks like you know the majority thinks that you're putting two. Oh. Too strong. Your your strength isn't three, Sean. It should be less. Nice, right? So you can see how many of your friends hate you. That's what well, you get to do. so then what, so then what happens is by doing that, if you go back and it says in the ability, your friends say that it should be lower, then you either lower it or you take some a trait. Okay, a positive. I think a positive trait. So by them doing that. You can you you. There's another step. Okay, so that's not the that's not the final exactly piece, right. Okay. So they they can dick you, but it's not like you're left out to dry. Nice. Okay. But anyways, I like it because this is okay. So the you know I was like, oh, this would be kind of a cool con game. It won't work in a con game because what's going to happen is you're going to throw the guy next to you like to the wolves. He's but, like, I don't know you. <laughs> Exactly. You look, like, you look like a weak tit. No way. It's exactly it. Zombies you are coming in. You look like a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> what? Z- zombies are coming in. They're coming in. They're, you know, oh, I, I freaking shoot my buddy right here. Why now, not? Now, if you play this with people you know, like your game group, whole different ball game. I can see that. It would be totally that. awesome. Like I'm like, oh, dude, I will run this for game hole, guys. I will run this for Brett's group. And it starts out like, hey, okay, we're sitting at a game table and shit's starting to hit the fan, and then whatever's around you, you equip your you, you equip your people with. Okay. 
So you're like, oh, I got a, oh, I got a fireplace. I'll, I'll, you'll play in my house. I'll stock the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got shotguns. <laughs> wow, Brett has an arsenal in here. We're just <laughs> going to play the zombie game. I, I think it's got a lot of potential because it's not complicated. and it, Bring it to work. Bring it to the office. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. I think we've wrapped this up. I think we have. We probably rambled worse on this one than any other one, but that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so thanks for the emails. Keep them coming. Uh, we don't mind reading them and, and addressing them. Um, well, absolutely. We, as, as I said, it's to, to know that people are uh, listening and uh, either like or hate what you have to say or makes um, makes me think when you guys throw stuff back at us. So awesome. So thanks for tuning in to Gaming and BS. Um, if you like what you hear, do us a favor. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. It does get us some added exposure, um, certainly. Um, if you know of a podcast, doesn't necessarily need to be us, but is worthy of an award, go to podcastawards.com and, and put somebody in for the gaming. Um, or There's a ton of categories, but I'd love to see a gaming RPG one in there. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm Brett. Good night. Good gaming, all. <laughs>